The Life of an AAU Ref, Volume 1. This past weekend, I officiated 10 AAU games. On Saturday, I worked at the House of Sports in Ardsley, New York. Had to have my black Air Max 270s, of course. And you know I had the Crown Refs serve the game whistle for an extra 7% to 13% boost in play-calling accuracy, which everyone really appreciates. This rock had a phenomenal grip. I want to shoot it. This competition was eh, but I still feel like we got in some quality reps, saw a lot of good plays. Ref with a fine gentleman named Lindell, who was a pleasure to work with. We definitely had each other's back and actually recorded a podcast during timeouts, halftime, and after each game. Gotta stay hydrated. Packed some fuel for the day in my wife's beautiful pink lunch bag, which contained plain Greek yogurt, some fruit, a low-carb protein bar to keep me fueled and energized all day long. Sunday worked five more games at Iona College in New Rochelle, New York. I refed with a very talented and promising official named Kia Hicks, who is a third-year ref from the Bronx. And now we are fam for life because she signed up for my mentor group and community of officials on Patreon and Discord. What a blessing it is to be able to lead so many young officials who want to grow and develop. And then I had to get in a post-game pump. You know, they left the door open, so I walked in and worked out like I was one of the college folks. All in all, it was a phenomenal weekend officiating basketball, and I kindly suggest that you highly consider joining us in Stripes. Serve the game. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. Yes, not by a coach, though. I can say who I want and who I don't No, you can't. Then, then you're the assigner. Are you the coach of your team or the assigner of the of the league? You should not have any power in who gets to work any of your games. Let's zero. Say it with me. Zero. Saturday afternoon. So what we permit, we promote, right? I'm standing right in front of the coach. He's, he's literally a foot or two behind me, and he's shouting across the court to you on the end line. Now, you didn't hear that because it's a loud gym. Right. But he's shouting literally in my ear to you. How about so what? I, it doesn't matter. Ooh. I'm immediate. See, that's the Ooh. that's the theme right there. Ooh. It doesn't Ooh. matter. Ooh. 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 You have to address the fact he's shouting in my ear Ooh. to you. Ooh. Coach, coach, I'm right here. You can speak to Ooh. me. Ooh. You don't need to shout across the court. I'm not. He's, then, he's, then he plays the I'm not talking to you. Played the I'm not talking to you card, mm-hmm. meaning it has nothing to do with, with you. you. Right, yes, right, it right, does. Right, right. It has yep. everything to do with yep, me. Yep, yep, yep. You're my partner. Mm-hmm. You're my teammate. Mm-hmm. He shouts at you. He mm-hmm. shouts at the crew. So I said, Coach, that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. You're shouting across the court to him. You can speak to me. Mm-hmm. Then he plays the you know me card. You know me. I really don't know him. I've refed him many times, but I've refed thousands and thousands yep. of games. Yep. I don't yep. know him that well. Mm-hmm. And the, and another point is, it doesn't matter. I don't I don't trust. You don't trust coaches. Trying to win the game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was just a couple of interesting notes. And then he lowered his volume from about an eight to a two. And he ended the conversation speaking more softer. Well, you know me. Come on, come on, man. You know, no, no. Looking for patriotism right there now. Huh? Looking for you to make call for him now. When he lowered his voice, he said, "Okay, now it's, it's him now saying, okay, you know me. So you know I'm not going to yell at him right. in, a, in, a, in a bad way.'" And I, yeah, exactly. And I left them with just coach your team. 
So just to follow up on the first half, so I, I administered an official bench warning to the coach. Okay. Now, a lot of times we switch after that, right? Right, right, right. In right. this case, I'm not switching because you have no idea what's going on, really. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know he's yelling at you. Right, right, so right, right. all he's going to do if I switch yeah. is now recreate and rehash yeah, what yeah. just happened. Yep, yep, it's going to yep, start yep, a whole yep. new conversation. Yep, yep. It's going to open up a whole new door. Yep. So if yep. I don't switch, yeah. we're staying here, I'm yeah. staying here, yeah. and the door's staying shut. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan, brother. Um, now, before the, the half started, yeah. the opposing coach wanted to follow up with me and ask what happened in the first half with me and the head coach here. Right, 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 right. And I said, Coach, that's not really appropriate. Yeah. I said, it was an official bench warning. Okay. I kept it very simple, uh, simple yes, and gave yes, him yes, the, yes, book, yes, yes, um, the book uh, interpretation of it because... Yes. All that's going to do is now reopen the door to him. I'm walking by him at the same time, too, so it was a little awkward. We actually got that head coach on immediately following the game to discuss that play and my thoughts on coaches being able to rate officials. Why? Why do you have to say something? Why is there an obligation to shout at the ref when you have one ref that's one foot away from you? Wait a minute. Why are you bringing in another coach from another day? We're speaking about today. That's right. He told me, E, you can say something to the ref. Well, you can. Okay, so I did. Well, the skill is in how you say it. Does that mean you could just shout at the ref? What do you know about me? What do you What do you know about me? I don't. I don't know you that. I know, but I don't know you that well. I don't know you that well. I mean, I know, I've seen your face a million times, but I don't remember, like, our long history. So I, and I say that respectfully. I don't really know like, you that well. That's nice to know. I've never got attacked. I don't do Okay, but let me make this point. Just because you don't curse, that doesn't mean you get a gold medal like you're doing something well. That's not, that's not an A plus not, for not cursing. That's not an A plus. This is where we let our hair down. And to your point, and I appreciate you talking with me, you said that's how it is. That's how. That's what we're trying to change. We're trying to level the playing field with two-way respect. I'm not, but who I said just, you didn't? I just yelled down, but we're speaking about one play. We're speaking about one yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. We're not summing up yeah, our long history. One, one play. play. What was you, the play? You had me right there. Yeah. You had me right there. I was standing was, right in front of you. What is, what is, hold on. What is my official going to say when he's refereeing the play? There's seven players around him. He can't hear you. And you're shouting across the court when another official is right there at your disposal to ask a question. I have no idea. I don't even remember. And the most important thing is establishing the communication guidelines, not even explaining the call to you. We can talk about the call once we have established respect. Doesn't that make sense? Right after the game, they asked me to rate you on one of 10, I'll give you 13. That's, and guess what? I don't care about that, respectfully and humbly. I don't care, and I don't think the coaches should even have a rating. They should not even have any input in the decision-making and who gets assigned any game. Coach, I'm going to tell you right now, zero. Listen, Say it with me. Jimmy, Say it with me. Zero. Don't name drop. That's, we're, we're, that's I'm cutting them out. I'm that's cutting them out. But I, we have the discussion. You should be rated. You should be rated. Yes, and, 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 not by a coach, though. The coach is not the evaluator okay, so of referee. I can say who I want and who I don't. No, want. you can't. And then, then you're the assigner. 
Are you the coach of your team or the assigner of the of the league? You should not have any power in who gets to work any of your games. Let's zero. Say it with me. Zero. My man. Zero. Zero. Talk to these coaches and friend them up because they know. Say that, say that again for everybody listening. Well, I've said it to many officials. That's why I have so many officials that friends the coach so they have better ratings. So they're compromised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their integrity is compromised. Easily. And that, and that creates a huge Easily. dent in the culture. And, and that's why most of our young officials don't move up because of that culture. That's, that sums it up right there, mm-hmm. man. And that's what I'm trying to break. Mm-hmm. And one thing that he said to me, he goes, you know, we, this is how it is. I said, no, no, this is what we're trying to change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's going to take strength from us. And that's facts. Facts. You had a really good call in the first half. It was a drive to the basket. You were trail. I was the lead. I had a foul on the play, but there was a traveling violation that occurred before. You went up with the open hand. It was pretty much a simultaneous whistle. You had just beat me, though, and I know you were correct, and you did a good job of being very clear with the way you communicated your signals on the spot. Yep, yep, yep. You know, and that's what you have to do on those... Um, kind of uh, double whistle double whistle yep, absolutely yep, 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 especially when we have two different yep, calls so you was there and I'm there right when I came with travel before the foul we gotta get what happened first yep just had a play where just had a play where A1 takes a three pointer in the corner B1 is closely guarding him as A1 knocks down the three he's uh, holding his follow through up kind of in the space of the defender when they were just naturally close to each other ba- based on the play um, but he started to kind of stare in a slightly taunting manner. And as soon as I, I saw that begin to originate, that's where I stepped towards him, took a few strong steps down, staring at him, just so he would kind of feel my presence there. And I think he did. Not to say he was going to get a technical foul, but it's just those kind of little action steps are going to keep you ahead of the game. We always talk about the importance of having patience as one of the cornerstones of not only play calling, not only officiating in general, but just in life, right? I I implore everybody to have and insert more patience into their daily situations. It's just going to lead to less friction and more happiness. Uh, But that's my little mindset. Back to the point. We, We talk about having a patient whistle. Conversely, we need to know when to have a quick whistle. We need to understand the play types that are going to require a quick whistle. So I just had a dive-on foul. Dive-on fouls require a quick whistle. As soon as you see a player dive on top of another player, that's got to be a quick whistle. So having an incredible and amazing patient whistle is just what we want. And on the other end of that spectrum, having a quick whistle for the plays that are worthy of that is uh, something that needs to be in our tool belt as well. So as I'm calling a foul on the end line, the player who I call the foul on turns to me, takes two steps towards me, throws his arms up, and stares at me. Now, a million different ways we could have handled this, um, and everything is contextual management and contextual communication. At this point in the game, in this moment, I decided to get right to the specifics. I said, do you have a question about that play? Do you have a question about the play? I asked him twice right in his eyes, looking right in his eyes, and I asked a legit question. Um, And then he lowered his tone and just simply said, I thought I had my hands up. I said, I had you moving forward. And he thanked me, and then we went on and reported the foul. Um, So just wanted to share that um, tip in that moment, which helped, which was get to the specifics, 
and asked, do you have a question about that play? So I called a foul for this coach going the other way. He was screaming for it as it was happening. So I called the foul. I said, Coach, you got to trust me. You got to let me referee the game. Uh, he put his arms up, so I immediately went into like response mode. Coach, if, you, if we're very approachable, if you have a question, but you can't be. And as soon as he did that, as soon as I did that, he yeah. turned his back on me. So I gave him a warning. I gave him a warning. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the next word, the yeah. next time he argues something, yeah. it's an automatic. Okay. 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 Awesome. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the moral of today has been integrity, holding your ground, great partnering, having each other's back. Would you agree? I totally agree, 100%. 100%. We stood our ground for what we believe in, and it paid off. Not really paid off, paid off too late, but I think it should have happened a little bit quicker than it did. Sunday morning. So I, I, I really like working AAU games. I've historically done it year after year. I think you, I think you find a lot of... Uh, situations you wouldn't normally see in a normal game, right? So it allows you to grow. But another reason why is to meet other officials and work with people like yourself. Tell me quickly, one to two minutes, a little bit about yourself. All right, so my name is Kia Hicks. Uh, I've been officiating for three years. I'm with Board 42. Uh, I'm certified girls and boys, but I prefer working on the woman side. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking to, to grow and develop my game. And you've been to a couple camps this yes, spring already. Yes, yes, yes. How are you I, feeling? I feel good. I feel real good. I've been to um, a couple of D3 camps, uh, the Ref Academy, PSAC. Um, yeah, and I'm going to NE10 good. next week. And I'm also going to uh, Ashley Goods camp or okay. clinic sure. in Philly yeah. to D3. Is this your first year attacking the camp scene? Yes, yes, yes. So it's your first year trying out for college? Yes, my first year trying out for college last year. I, uh, I did high school, um, PSAL, Catholic, and charter. So, so, oh, so over this past year, your hunger level probably grew a lot, yes, right? Yes, it did. It did. Got it. Love and, it. I, and I enjoyed doing three-person. Uh-huh. So I caught you in a great spot. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. So you said you've heard some of the podcasts. When did you discover Crown Ref? Instagram. Instagram? Yeah. When? Uh, about a year ago. Okay. About a year ago. What do you think's been the most helpful for you? Well, I'm not a patron. Like, I don't, huh? I don't, like, pay for the service. I'm, I'm just a... Uh... No, I, I know you don't. <laughs> I wasn't asking about that. I was yeah. saying... What is like? What part of the contents have stood out to you and been most helpful for? Oh, uh, just breaking down um, plays and, and situations, like interactions. How do you interact with a coach? How do you great one. officiate the block charge? Uh -huh. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like you know, like travel. Mm -hmm. um, have you been able to put some of the uh, communication content into your game and apply it for success? You think? Yeah, yeah. definitely. You guys do a lot of work out, um, out in Island Garden. I used to work with him. So. Oh, you used to work out there? Yeah. Did you go to school out there? No, no. Just, oh, just officiating. That's okay, it. so you would commute from uh, the Bronx to Long Island for, for that. Well, that's where Crown Basketball started in the Island Garden. Okay. My brother has a, a private gym in there. I don't know if you recognize that. Um, yeah, and I did a lot of I did filming two days last year in March, a year ago. I brought a whole camera crew for two separate days on a weekend. We got a lot of content, so that's probably a lot of the stuff that you're seeing on Instagram. The clips with me, Mike Duck. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty good, right? Yeah. And, and I know you, like, you know, 
like Jugestic uh, appearances with, you know, um, officials. True. So Sarah Woods. Okay. I just recently came from her clinic. And um, Natasha Canby. Sure. Yeah. So. You heard her episode? The wonderful clips, women of officiating? Clips, okay. Just, just clips. Not the whole thing. Sorry. No, That's you don't have to thing. apologize. That's a series I'm just so proud of. The fact that, you know, we could start a series for women officials just to really highlight them and give them flowers and I thought that was a really really cool cool idea and I love to see how it played out you know we got we got um, some great officials on there including Dee Kantner and Penny Davis who's the NCAA women's coordinator so she's going to be your boss one day not your boss but you know the top the top person in NCAA women's and she's a phenomenal teacher um, we had a great episode um, yesterday we had five games yesterday and we ejected a fan or at least we tried to I ejected a fan because he was taunting the officials and you know so what do you do when, when there's an ejection you go I ejected him like I showed the signal he's gone yeah. he of course doesn't respect it so then we gotta go to the site the supervisor site director, yeah. so I go to the site director and bring him the information he's gotta go I already let him know that he's been warned so this you know I took proactive steps in the first half hey he's been warned I spoke to him next word Next time he shouts at the officials or says something unsportsmanlike, he's going to be removed from the gym. So I'm letting you know so you can kind of prepare for that. So that happens. Then he goes over. The fan doesn't want to leave. fan refuses to leave. And then the coach, who is responsible for the fan, um, starts instigating us at the table, saying uh, we're the reason why he's acting like that. So we wound up walking off the court. Game's over. Game's over. Fan doesn't want to leave. Now the coach is, is starting trouble with us, like pointing fingers, being disrespectful. Uh, all right, hold on. Like a culmination of all the events just hit us, and we're like, we're leaving. Walk up the court. So the the they try. Thank you so much. Can you take that necklace off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. appreciate it. <laughs> Player safety first. Um, so, so they want us to switch courts with another official and resume the game. And we said, no, we're not switching courts, A. And B... The officials on the other court, we're not bringing them into this environment right now. You know? Yeah. It's over. The game is over. The game has been forfeited. Too many officials would do that and just keep the game going, and that's why it continues to happen. Because we put ourselves in this position, and we're not integral because we're out here chasing the check. I don't care about the $30. The game is over. Don't bring in new officials to resume this game. because And they wanted to resume with the fans still in the building. Absolutely not. So we stood our ground. Yeah. yeah. But we need more of that. If we have more of that collectively, it'll happen less because we're all on the same page. But that takes strength. Like, we're out here to do, you know, five games. We just want to come in and have a smooth experience. You know, who wants to deal with difficult people? But that's what we signed up for. <laughs> so we got to have the skill in knowing how to handle them and maneuver yep. safely, but also professionally. All right, let's go have fun. Thanks for having my back on that um, incorrect AP arrow that I signaled. I just wanted to make the point that, did you see how I blew my whistle, patted my chest, said correction? We can be confident even when we make a mistake, right? So if you have to, like, change your call or um, correct yourself, it's good to be loud, confident, because it builds trust in the coaches and the players when they see that you know you made a mistake and you're loud and open about it. Does that make sense? Versus like sneaky. 
So having having the confidence even even when we're wrong is a real thing too. What do you got from that game? Anything? They were kids, so yeah. <laughs> they they did a lot of traveling, a lot of carrying. You call that here all day. I so. know. <laughs> I know. You got you got to pick your spots, right? Yeah. I don't want to give give too much, right? I'm give, I'm just trying to give you bits and pieces because uh, there's a lot going on in what we have. We really do. There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of things to know. There's a lot of benefits, right? So I'm just trying to show you piece by piece. I'm really proud the fact that we have a women's only chat and it's locked to the men. Once we once we hit around um, number 16, like the 16th or 17th girl that joined, I wanted to create a space for them. Obviously, I'm a teacher, so it's an all-inclusive environment. We're not trying to um, separate anything. This is just in addition, right? In addition to all of the spaces that we chat and interact, this is an additional space for women, almost like a women's locker room. So I just wanted to give them a space where they can talk about women's only things that they would in a locker room, so to speak. Um, so I'm proud about that. Like, I just think that's good karma. So you just got the text, and now you're going to be here till 7.30? No, doing I got it? it yesterday. Oh, okay. So you're doing 7 today or 10? Yeah, 7. 7. No, 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 8. 8? Because I'm doing... No, no, I'm doing 9. I'm doing 6, and then her 3. 9. Nice. You're cleaning up this weekend. <laughs> I have to pay for uh, camps. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay for camps. So I wanted, I wanted to approach the coach there, but I wanted to see how you were going to operate. Because, um, like, like after the timeout, I just wanted to see how you would operate. So you, that was a good response that you had. Did you know that he shouted twice across the court at me? Did, did you see that one time when I called the out-of-bounds? Yeah. Did you respond to him? I did. What would you say? I said, he was like, what's the call? What's the call? I said, it's out-of-bounds. Good. Good, 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 good. Good, because that's one so of the I big themes. That's what, yeah, yeah. That's one of the big themes that we have going on with our, with our community is just great partnering. And one of the tactics is not allowing the coaches to shout at your partners across the court. A lot of officials won't address it because they're not being yelled at directly. But we need to realize that if a coach is yelling at you or any member of the crew, he's, he's yelling at everybody. You know, so that was a good job there. One thing to, you know, it's important to establish communication guidelines so that your response was good to him one thing to include could have been you know coach we're very approachable if you have a question do me a favor please don't shout across the court at my partner i'm right here and then and then you'll have a good like all right i got you ref you know this way we've established and set an expectation of how we're going to speak to each other you know so i know you said to start the podcast earlier i'm not one of your patrons guess what you are now <laughs> How you yes. feel? Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I feel good. Welcome to the community. Thank you. you know, I was saying, that I tell a lot of people, like, if, if you've enjoyed the content, like, and if you've, you've been able to learn from just listening to the podcast or watching videos... Just imagine now how much you're going to grow because you're tapping right into my direct coaching line. And more importantly, you have so many great officials in the group that are going very far in this industry, you know? And you're kind of in the beginning, the beginning stages, the beginning stages of what we're um, morphing into, which is like a full-blown referee team that really supports each other and, and pulls for one another. So it's pretty cool. Glad to have you in it. Thank you. I look forward to it. Podcast. Serve the game.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You know, if Crown Refs has brought you any value in the past, I would really appreciate if you would consider joining us in our new private community for basketball officials on the Patreon and Discord apps. We have three different tiers of access and content available. We have Crown Refs Pro, Crown Refs Plus, and Crown Refs Mentor. This is uh, next level stuff. If you've been a fan of the content or the podcast for the past few years, or you've been a day one supporter, um, this is the place to be. This is where we have our weekly training sessions on Zoom. This is where we have our live monthly podcast with special guests. This is where we are interacting every day on private channels. So would really uh, appreciate if you could join us in this community. We think you would flourish and definitely accelerate your skills as a basketball official. For more information, you can click the link in this episode description. Have a great day.